Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 9, Episode 10. This is Writing Excuses Engaging Characters. 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. And as part of the Germany-American America Writing Excuses Exchange Program, we have Nancy Fulda. Hello, I'm Nancy. You may not realize this, but Nancy actually does live in Germany. 
And Dan is in Germany right now, and we actually just sent him over there so we could have you. Yep, and there's actually a little known fact. The German and American governments have uh, a treaty that states that the number of artists and scientists in both countries needs to remain proportionally balanced in order to prevent the influx or outflow of too, too much intellectual talent. So when Dan went over to Germany, they had to scramble and find an artist to send over here for a few months. And here you here are. Here I am. Um, Truth stranger than fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and so engaging. Yes, oh yes. Um, this podcast topic was suggested by a listener on our Twitter feed where they said, I um, understand about creating sympathetic characters, something you've discussed about on discussed about. You've discussed on the <laughs> podcast several times. But is that different from in creating engaging characters? And how do you do the latter? So I'm going to pitch it at you, podcasters. How do you create oh, engaging I, I, well, characters? Well, first of all, absolutely, it's it's different. Yes. If you talk about the uh, the antihero, mm -hmm. uh, an antihero can very easily be a non-sympathetic character yes. who is extremely engaging. Mm -hmm. um, as I've uh, I've watched a couple of episodes of Breaking Bad, and while yes, they've also made him uh, sympathetic, sympathetic yeah. in many ways. I don't find him sympathetic at all, but I find him extremely engaging. I'm fascinated. I'm along for the ride um, because because it's interesting. It's engaging. And as I understand about the series, not having watched a lot of it, he grows less and less sympathetic as the series progresses, and that's part of the arc of the character. Yep. Um, and yet many people say this series gets better and better as he becomes less and less sympathetic, which is very interesting. Yeah, one of the examples that I would point to, which is a book I've talked about before, is the um, Joe Abercrombie's mm -hmm. uh, The First Law. There's a character, Glockter, Glockta, who is who's a torturer. That's mm -hmm. what his job is. Um, he is not sympathetic. But he is so engaging, and a lot of it for me, when I'm, what makes an engaging character, for me, is getting into their thought process. Um, so I understand why they're making the choices mm. that they make, and also people who have, at least some wit, some sense of humor. Okay. It, they don't have to be cracking jokes, but some like dry commentary at least, or some juxtaposition of. Uh, against the, the darkness mm -hmm. uh, helps me when, when you have an unsympathetic character who is engaging. Okay. Yep. And we should point out, of course, that sympathetic and engaging are not opposite terms. They That's are not true. mutually mm -hmm. exclusive. Um, Miles Forkosigan from Lois McMaster Bajolt's mm -hmm. series is, for me, a beautiful example of a sympathetic and engaging yes. character. He, uh, he is unexpected. Uh, he he handles the world, he interacts with the world, he reacts to problems completely differently than I or most people I know would. Whenever there's a problem, he somehow manages to make it all worse, which I always thought was great. Uh, and logically, right? One understands mm -hmm. yeah. why he makes it all worse, but he just dives straight in. And I would argue that the aspect of the unexpected mm. is a critical element of an engaging character. An engaging character reacts to the world differently than I would, and that's what makes him interesting for me. Oh, uh, yeah, and you know, I think that might be why I find a character who is non-sympathetic but has some wit mm. to be, uh, it's that, that, that element of surprise, it's the juxtaposition of yeah. the two. I think that's, that is mm. what is doing it for me. You're right. Yeah, that's, a, I, that's a really good way to define it. Yeah, a reaction that is logical and yet totally different from mine. Mm -hmm. um, I get this with my husband sometimes. I love being married to him. We've been married for... 10 years, I think now, I'd have to count. Um, we'll have situations still where because his brain 
wires differently than mine, he will still say something that I totally, it totally, it totally makes sense in the context of, of his world, and yet I still didn't think of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was uh, showing him one of my stories once, Pastry Run. It's this like space opera about people who are like trying to go through this jump hoop that sends them to the moon, and he looked at it and he said, "Well, who's paying for all of that?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um, that's a really good question, uh, um, and and again, this. This aspect of the unexpected, a different yeah. reaction, uh, is often very refreshing. This uh, gets to the soul of what we call the villain problem, which we've mm. talked about on the podcast before, which is the problem with heroes being overshadowed shadowed by villains in stories that are more engaging. Uh, this is most commonly highlighted in superhero, uh, the superhero genre, where a lot of times the villains are more interesting characters than the superheroes themselves. And... To kind of really dig into this, I've asked myself when I've looked at it, what makes the heroes boring? To get that kind of reverse, what, what is it? And it might be what you're talking about here. They do the expected. They do, you know, yes, they're reactionary, which is the thing we bring up a lot. But you can have a reactionary character who acts in bizarre ways, who's really engaging. Um, and I've always kind of thought of it as the reactionaryism. But I wonder if it's more the fact that they do exactly what you're expecting them to do. Mm -hmm. When a plane is you know, going to crash, Superman goes up and saves it, and he does it exactly as Superman always goes and saves a crashing plane. Mm -hmm. And that leads to repetition and boredom, where the villain is always having to come up with a new scheme to try and foil the hero, and they are experimenting and things like this. Now, of course, in some genres, the villain just does the same old thing, and the hero does the same old thing, but we're getting at why some of these villains are so engaging. The trick that uh, the, the trick that I found works for me, and it's not that I'm trying to. Uh, let me let me backpedal a little bit. I don't set out to create engaging characters. I set out to create a story, and the characters being engaging is just one of the things that grows out of my process, um, or at least I'd like to think that that's what's happening. Um, but part of that process is that I will research something that I personally find really interesting. And the process of reading it interests me, fascinates me, engages me with that learning process. And then this character, that character is not going to explain it to the reader. That, that character is going to go through the learning process that I went through, demonstrating these things, running up against these problems. And if I've done it right, uh, it's fascinating and it's educational. And whether or not the character is sympathetic, we're along for the ride because uh, because it was something that the author found so interesting that he decided or she decided to put it in the book. I think what you just said about the things that interest and engage you are exactly the things that you should be looking at when you're looking to create an engaging mm. character. Who do you like to hang out with in real life? Who do you want to spend time with? Those are attributes that you can figure will probably make an engaging character. You know, mm -hmm. I, I like people who are uniquely themselves. Right. You know, I, I have a, a really good friend who has some deeply annoying aspects, but they are so uniquely the way his brain works. And I'm not talking about you. Don't worry about it. Um, this is so uniquely the way his brain <laughs> works that, uh, and, and it's unexpected. Mm -hmm. And it gives me a different way of approaching things to spend time with him. And, and I've learned, you know, that I, I filter for the things that annoy me because everything else is so great. And and I think that that's part of what right. makes an engaging character. Now, this, this is awesome. This is a great discussion because you will notice 
I have noticed, how about this, with my students and with a lot of books I read, that writers do this naturally for the some of the side characters mm. because they are projecting sidekick mm. or friend or things like this, and they are projecting onto them the things they like about other characters or people they've they've hung around with. But there's this perennial problem with main characters being bland. Um, and I think it's because of this. They're projecting all this onto the side characters, but they're not taking some of it internalizing for the main character. This happens time and time again, both in published and unpublished books, where the main character is this blank slate, blank slate of blandness surrounded by a world that's very engaging and beautiful and wonderful. Okay, now here's a question, though. Because um, it has been argued, and I think to good mm -hmm. effect in some circles, that having a blank slate main character is useful in order to create sympathy and in order for the reader to identify It has been, and I've read those essays. So, they, yeah. you think that's They true? point out Harry Potter as an example of this, mm -hmm. um, particularly for teen writing, to... I, I don't know. Yeah, I see, I would... I think it, it, boy, I would not have called Harry Potter a blank slate character. Well, blank yeah, slate, I, I think actually had that if you too. compare him to Ron and to Hermione, mm. he's the bland one. But not a, but he's not a blank slate. No, yeah. not In a blank slate. He has a great deal of motivation, desire. I, all I'm saying wants. is there are essays around that I have read that talk about yeah. Harry Potter and why Harry is less, less um, like you can say, here's Ron's personality. Here's mm -hmm. Hermione's personality. Harry's is harder to describe. Yeah, see, but I uh, see my argument okay. would be that the reason that that is the case, mm -hmm. and this might be what happens with main characters in general, mm -hmm. the reason that that is the case is because we're in Harry's head. Yes. And so we understand why he is making the choices, whereas Ron and Hermione are being viewed from the exterior, mm -hmm. and therefore what we're getting are Harry's perceptions of them. And people tend to categorize their friends into into more into you know by oh you know Ron is Ron is my right you know wacky redheaded friend she's the friend. funny one mm -hmm. yeah yeah so so that might be part of what is happening with mm -hmm. with that perception or at least you know since it's something that I don't agree with <laughs> <laughs> right but that's my guess about what okay. might be going on and yeah. so that might also be something to look at with with your main characters as ways to 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 make them engaging is to you know maybe think about what type they are you know i don't i'm not saying it to, to me that the, the idea of creating a character who is a type no. it does not sound appealing no i i mm. i do agree with what you're saying here in fact um i've noticed it before in fiction that i've enjoyed that sometimes when you go into a character's head they become a very different person than they were when they were viewed externally and that is a sign i think of really good writing because when you get in their head suddenly everything makes sense that didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And there are characters that uh, Robert Jordan did this with that I absolutely love yeah. when he approached in the head. I'm like, wow, this character is very different in their head. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Cole's uh, Control Point, the mm -hmm. debut novel, um, the character of Oscar is, uh, I, I reviewed the book, I loved mm -hmm. the book, and lots and lots of people on my blog uh, you know, commented. And the comment from the people who didn't like the book was, oh, wow. I just did not like this main character. You know, yeah. he did he did dumb things. He made horrible mistakes. He's he's a terrible person. And I remember reading the book and thinking, "Wow, this is why I like the book. Yeah. He's engaging. He's learning things. And yes, he makes some serious mistakes, and he owns up to them. And it makes it a powerful book. And 
And from this, what I gather is, I sure am glad people like Mike Cole are willing to write protagonists who are engaging and they're not anti-heroes, but they're not, they're not blank slates. They're, mm-hmm. they're very, uh, they're, they're kind of unsympathetic. Yeah. And as you go into the next book in that series too, he does some very interesting things with Oscar Britton and the second main character he introduces. Yep. Hey writers, are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, let's stop for our book of the week. And our book of the week is actually Nancy. You're going to give it to her this time. It's Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn. It's a Star Wars tie-in book set, I believe, about five years after the uh-huh. episodes one, two, and three. I found this book when I was a teenager. I loved it. I still love it. It takes the characters from the trilogy and fleshes them out in a way that they became real, living, breathing people for me. And I enjoyed watching what happens when a new Grand Admiral from the Empire, mm-hmm. who wasn't wasn't anywhere on screen before, he's a fabulous villain, he comes in, he decides he's going to start putting the Empire back together again and take care of this rebellion. Um, we meet the woman who was sent to kill Luke and failed. We meet a bunch of other interesting characters, and it's, it's just fabulous writing uh, in, in a world that I love. And I really love these books, too. Um, every other Star Wars book has struggled to live up to yes. what he did with that trilogy. He being Timothy, Timothy Zahn. Timothy Zahn, including um, the new prequels, have had trouble <laughs> struggling <yes. laughs> to be anywhere near as good as the Timothy, Timothy Zahn um, books. So, so audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Um, you can uh, start a 30-day free trial membership, uh, download a copy of uh, Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire. Uh, for free uh, by Timothy Zahn. There is, there is also for free um, a 21-minute uh, commentary uh, narrated by Timothy Zahn. Um, and Betsy Mitchell. And, and Betsy editor. Mitchell. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. If you like sitting and listening to authors <laughs> talk for... 15 to 20 yeah. minutes at a time about author things, yeah, that's but, probably r- pretty squarely in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's the, the actual title of that is Free Excerpt, Star Wars, Heir to the Empire, Behind the Scenes. There you are. I think I may need to download that. Free. All right, so engaging characters. This is actually a really good book to use because Thrawn was such an engaging character. He changed how I viewed creating villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and characters in general because of his theme, how he was, he, he had a theme to him. And I want to get to this idea of the quirkiness as a method of engaging. Because as I remember, Thrawn would judge based on the art that a society created. Yeah. He would look at their art because there's so many different planets in the um, Empire. He would study their art and through that come to understand that race and know how to dominate them. Um, and the way it was described was quite brilliant, and this became a very interesting character quirk. The reason I want to bring this up is, oftentimes I find that new writers misunderstand what we mean when we say character quirk. Mm. A character quirk, for me, a really good one, is not, this person likes to eat their peas frozen. Granted, that can be a fun little aspect of a character, but a really good quirk in the kind of powerful character attribute way is something like this, where Zahn is a, this this great war leader, but he's also a student of art, and he uses it in a very interesting, different way that is fundamental to how he thinks and how the book progresses. 
I would submit that uh, the difference between the, the peace character quirk mm -hmm. and Thrawn's character quirk lies in the connection to his actions. Mm. It's integrally connection, connected with his agency. It changes the way he does things. And I would submit that that's a very interesting and useful that's dividing great. line mm -hmm. to look for in quirks. Now, you, you do want both for your characters. There's yes. nothing wrong with having a character who likes his peace frozen. But, but it doesn't but, change but the outcome of the novel. Thrawn didn't no, want I, frozen peace. He wanted galactic peace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, we're done. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need an ice pack to get past that one. Wow. Okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um. So so what I was gonna say is that I don't think it actually has to have an impact on the a direct impact on the outcome of the novel, mm -hmm. but I do think that it can't be something that lives in isolation. Yeah. That mm -hmm. if if he prefers frozen peas, he prefers them for a reason, and that that preference needs to carry through. It can't just be a one-off bizarre thing that's on the side that has no impact on the rest of how he views the world. Or right. Well, if, for instance, in the uh, the new Disney movie, uh, mm -hmm. Frozen, if the character of Elsa, you know, loved eating frozen peas, uh, that that would be an outgrowth of who she was. Right. <laughs> this, okay. the, this is one of the potential drawbacks of the character generation method, which yeah. is sometimes really useful where you, you just you know, right. roll a dice, take from a list. Sometimes mm -hmm. there are online lists where you can take random things about the characters. That's a useful way to make sure your characters are not all homogenous. I think it's even stronger if you then take that list of unusual elements of your character mm -hmm. and look for causalities and say, yes. okay, let's take this deeper. Why? What is it about this character which causes effects A, B, and C? And if you can find and create those causalities, I think you'll end up with characters that are much more three-dimensional and much more interesting and engaging than simply a character with five different quirks. So, Nancy, can you spin this or something I've talked about into a writing prompt? Oh, absolutely. I want you to take a character, put them in a difficult situation, and throw away your first three ideas of how they respond. All right. This has been Writing Excuses. A special thanks to Nancy for being on these four episodes with us. And thank you to Germany yes, yeah, for yes, sending absolutely. you along. Please check out her work, and you all are out of excuses. Now go write. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.